Welcome to Locked On Grizzlies Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mark King. For this show, the NBA has officially suspended the season for the Grizzlies and the rest of the league. We're going to talk about that on today's show. Pull up, jump shot. It's good. Zach does it again. Three-point game. They've got to go for three now. No choice. Conley for three. Your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's been a crazy, wild 24 hours, I think, for probably everybody. Um, But it is exceptionally insane for those people who are working and covering the Utah Jazz, the teams that have been around those teams um, in the last 24 to 48 hours, even the last four days. So, we're going to talk about the league suspension today. You know, we're, I don't know exactly what the shows are going to look like over the next few weeks as the league is suspended. There's going to be probably obviously not a lot of news, no news, nothing really to talk about. So, first of all, I'm not entirely sure what Lockdown Grizzlies will look like over the next few weeks. We will still try to bring you a daily podcast every single day, whether that's just grabbing different guests and just getting their thoughts on the season as, as a whole and, and what the Grizzlies have done. So, um, again, I'm not entirely sure what that's going to look like, what the shows will look like, just because, uh, you know, there will be no need for a Monday mailbag every week because there might not be a whole heck of a lot of questions after this first kind of week where people are just really kind of confused and, and the league is trying to figure things out. So after this week is over, there probably won't be a whole lot. So, um, you know, the, the shows will look probably different as we continue to go through this uh, together. Obviously, it affects uh, me. It affects everybody that covers the team. It affects all the fans that obviously want to watch the uh, the league as well. So it's obviously unprecedented, unprecedented situation. Everything is being canceled. And, 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 and to be quite honestly, it's probably the best decision. Um, I know that most everybody wants to watch the NBA. I want to watch the NBA. I want to watch John Rant play. I want to watch the Grizzlies play. And quite frankly, so does everybody else. That's why we love this sport. That's why we enjoy this sport. But uh, this is a much bigger situation for uh, for the country, uh, for people coming into and out of the country. And and you can say that, that the media has, has hyped this up or the media has overblown this to a point to where now everything's being canceled if you want. That's perfectly fine. If you want to do that, that's fine. But... This is a situation that is more, it's not about yourself as a whole. This is about a community and the place that you live and wherever you are. This is about, uh, you know, just with the people around you as a whole. And so, you know, uh, this thing is not really about the virus itself. It's about the people you come and count, come in contact with after you have it. I mean, it's got an incubation period of like four days. And so um, you just take Rudy Gobert, for example. Rudy Gobert is the person that has contracted this virus 
And for people that are younger, yes, it may not be as bad. It may not be as bad for young kids. Uh, clearly, there hasn't been a lot of kids infected, which is fantastic. I know that um, you know this is a, a, a disease or a virus that has, has been affecting a lot of older people. But you know, when Rudy Gobert makes a joke and touches everybody's mics, or he has been around those same media members for for the previous three days up until he had, you know, he got, he had fallen ill with this virus. So, um, you know, you take that situation like that, Rudy Gobert, you know, obviously he's interacting with not only the media, the team personnel, uh, the PR people, uh, the, the, the people, the, the, the guys that are just cleaning up towels, the ball boys, all these people, not only has he done that, he's also played the jazz have played like five teams. It's kind of like the incubation period, but those teams have played almost every team in the league. So you just have to think about one specific person. Yes, it you know the the problem with this virus is that it spreads fast, and not only has Rudy Gobert, you know, you, if you you come in contact with the media who go home and take it to their kids, uh, the kids can still transmit the, the virus even though they don't get sick. Those kids go to school. Those kids uh, and 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 can infect their their teachers. Their teachers go home, and it is it is it just goes and it multiplies. So while you may not have one or two cases right now. You know, you may only have one or two cases right now. When you start getting for two to four to six, and it's doubling every day, you get into the five hundred and doubles to a thousand to two thousand and a four thousand. I mean, this can be an epidemic very, very quickly. And so, it may not seem, it may seem overblown. It may seem like this is just a crazy thing to do to cancel or suspend the entire NBA season. I promise you, it it may to you seem insane, but. That's not the point. The point is that we can look back in six months now and go, wow, we really overreacted. Thank God that you know we didn't have thousands and millions of people die because we didn't react quick enough. So I'd rather be on that side of things, personally, myself, than the other side of, wow, we lost a lot of people because we really couldn't get this under control. So I, I, am, I think that people need to understand that it's really not about you. Again, I tweeted this last night. If you are upset or you are... Uh, mad that the NBA season is suspended, you need to take a long, long look in the mirror. It's not about you. It's about the people that you come in contact with who then go around their 65-year-old grandmother or all these other things. Or if you come in contact with me and I go to my father who's an older person or he goes to his his father who he visits often who is an older person who is 95 and quite frankly has a lot of other complications that could die very, very easily from this. So it's really not about you. It's about everybody around you. And it's really not about the virus. The virus itself, it, it's really not that bad. I mean, in terms of other things that are happening, the problem is trying to control the overpopulated of our hospitals. If you have this virus spread so fast that people get so sick so fast, that in return overcrowds hospitals, doctors' offices, medical facilities, and it puts our uh, puts a stress on that part of the infrastructure of the governments and in, in, in this country. That's what it's about preventing. The canceling of the all these all the sports, the suspending of the NBA season is not about uh, trying to help the one or two that are sick. It's about preventing the thousands of others that could get sick, even if they don't die, 
or get seriously sick, they're still going to go to the doctor's office because they feel well. They're still going to go to the hospitals because they don't feel well. If they're, you know, they get sicker. And so once you have all these people that are already at the hospitals, what happens for the people who are already there, who are some, there for something else and get sick from this virus? And now they already have complications and those people. Die. So like, it is a rolling, kind of like, it's almost like a rolling blackout. Like you have to, at some point, step up and take drastic measures so you can nip it in the bud. Because it's not about trying to prevent the spread of the virus now, because that's already happening. It's about mitigation and what you can do as a country to do that. So again, if you're upset about the NBA season being canceled or being suspended, you need to take a long look in the mirror about what you can do to help other people around you, not just yourself. So, again, the Grizzlies are going to travel home. Um, the Grizzlies are going to travel home today on Thursday, and then they're going to try to figure out what go, what's going from there. There are some uh, some teams are letting teams are uh, letting players off for several days, um, just because the NBA is suspended doesn't mean that. Uh, team operations are suspended. They can still practice. They can still be around each other, all that stuff. So, um, you know, they're going to be, they haven't said anything as far as what they're going to do, but some teams are giving, um, some teams are giving uh, players days off to see, to kind of just regroup. Um, a lot of those teams that have come in contact with the Utah Jazz and Rudy Gobert have been in, asked to be put into self-quarantine. So you have that as well. Um, you know, and on top of all that, the plane that was transporting you to Utah Jazz was also used by the Grizzlies players. So, you know, there's a lot of ways this virus can be transmitted. So the league has asked everybody to self-quarantine if they come in contact. So the Grizzlies, again, have not released what they're going to do. All I know is they're going to travel back today on Thursday. And they're going to go back to Memphis. They're going to assess the situation, what's going to happen. So I understand this is not ideal because there's a lot of people that have to work and have to have money for a living. I personally am in a situation where I can afford to work from home because I work from home already. I've worked from home for almost a decade. And so me personally, it doesn't affect me that much because if I get sick, I just stay home. I don't do anything. I don't have to ask for sick days. I don't, that's not how my job works, but I'm in the minority. Most people are not like that. They are not uh, privileged enough to have that opportunity. And, you know, if you own a business out there and your people can work remotely, do that. Do that. That's step one. If your people can work remotely, do that. Um, you know, but there are a lot of people that cannot do that, and especially a lot of those people who are hourly workers at the FedEx Forum that cannot do that. And so hopefully Robert Pear will step up and, and put some type of package together that can you know help them out when they're not getting work when they should be. Because that's the scariest part is, you know, you don't get money, you don't get paid like you're supposed to, you don't have any sick days, so you don't feel good, but you got to go to work because you got to make money because the mortgage company doesn't give a shit about whether you are at work or not, and they just want their money. And so you have that looming over your head, and so you go to work because you don't feel good, but then you go to work and you're around everybody else, and you affect those people because you just need to be there because you don't have any money to pay your bills. And so that is really the scariest part because there are a lot of people in this in this country, in this world that you know have industry service jobs. They cannot, um, they they cannot afford to take time off or their businesses will not give them the paid time off when they are sick like that. And so that is the really scary part about this. And so hopefully the FedEx forum will really step up and Robert Perry will step up and put some type of package together for the workers of the forum, because that's, that's really when this hurts the That hurts. That's what this hurts the most. You know, the, the people around the league, the, the owners, the players, the, the team, like they're, they're all going to be taken care of the PR guys. They're going to still make, they're going to get a paycheck. They're all going to be taken care of. 
But those hourly workers inside the forum, those are inside the arenas across the entire league and every, you know, every the USL suspended operations. All these people that work there that aren't salaried employees are going to be the ones that are really hurting and, and really hit home the most. And so hopefully, and again, I really hope that they take care of those guys because that's those are the people that are going to be feel like they're going to be forced into work because they have no other option. And then that's really a sad part is that there is no other option in this country because pay time leave is just, it's terrible for what it is. It's, it's a situation and that's another discussion for the other day, but you know, it's terrible for what it is. So um, hopefully that they, they'll take care of them. I know Mark Cuban has already said that he's going to take care of his workers. So again, I don't know what this podcast is going to look like over the next few weeks. Uh, we are going to try to bring you a daily episode, but I wanted to do a quick episode today, just about EBA suspension, um, just what it looked like. Uh, and just how it has affected everybody overall. You know, we'll, we're going to try to still have guests on just to talk about the Grizzlies in general. And as we get more updates, as we get more news uh, from the team, uh, from the Grizzlies of what they're going to do, what their plan is, I'll pass that along as well. So make sure you go subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episode. There will still be daily episodes every single day. I don't know what those are going to look like, but we're going to have one every single day. We're going to talk Grizzlies in some form or fashion every day on this podcast. So while there's no NBA season, there will still be a podcast every day you guys can listen to. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Go subscribe because this, so you don't miss any episode, whatever podcast platform you're using, just go subscribe. We'll do one every day. Thank you.